Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Hello. What is going on? Welcome to episode 105. Feels weird saying 100s. Uh, 105 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I'm your host, Gengar Greasy. And uh, we got a lot to cover today. Um, ton of new stuff, bunch of new sets uh, to cover for Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon. Um, Tony, what's up? Ivan, what's up? We do have a special live audience today, so I'll be chatting it up with them. Uh, hopefully you guys keep me company during today's episode. Uh, if you're new here, this is a collectibles podcast. We talk about everything, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, and more. Um, but those are the primary things we talk about. We teach you how to collect at a higher level. Um, we teach you how to be a good seller. We teach you how to be a smart buyer, right? All that good stuff. Um, so if you enjoy collecting trading cards, this is where you want to be. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. But before we start, um, I wanted to make another announcement regarding the box breaks. The October box break is now live on the Pokytower.com. That box break will go down Friday. October 29th at 7.30. Uh, we're going to be opening opening some of the creepiest trading cards around. We got Goosebumps Series 1, and we have Topps Fright Flicks. That's from 1988, Tony. It's from 1988. <laughs> trading D's, what's up, JT? Eric, what's up? Eddie, what's up? Thank you guys for showing up. Um, so we got a lot, we got a lot to cover, uh, but yes, go get your packs at thepokytower.com. These are going to be the creepiest, most unique cards you've seen. Um, I actually reserved a couple packs for myself because me and my wife really want to open these up. So we ready. Alpha, what's up? We got the mod in the house. All right, guys. That is it for the intro today. Uh, Devin will not be with us today. Um, and here we go. What do we got for the first segment of the... Oh, of course. <laughs> we got pack of the week. Here we go. All right, let me get my cameras ready. So pack of the week is the segment where we will open one pack, one pack per week, uh, either from Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Pokemon, whatever the case may be. Um, and we're just going to open it up. Uh, today, we're going to be opening up Power of the Elements, Yu-Gi-Oh! Power of the Elements, which I think is one of the best, better Yu-Gi-Oh! sets that have been released this year behind Battle of Chaos. Uh, so if I had to pick, it would be uh, Battle of Chaos. Power of Elements, um, those would be some great ones. Obviously, Ghost from the Past, but that, I, I don't count that as like a core booster set. Um, but I think Power of the Elements is really strong. I think this would be one that ages kind of like uh, Battle of Chaos. Let's open Series 5 next week. <laughs> All right, guys. Chase, what's up? So, <clears throat> um, the the hits here, we got them. We got Primeval Planet. Primeval Planet. Uh, we got Sprite Blue. And we have Ultimate Slayer. Ultimate Slayer is thirty bucks. Sprite Blue is forty-five or forty-six, and the Primeval Planet is eighty-three dollars. These are secret rares and ultra rares, guys. These aren't even the starlights that you can pull in the set. So keep that in mind. I I gave us a little. Le- there there are cards even more expensive than this, but I was like, hey, maybe we'll pull an ultra. Maybe we'll pull a secret. You know, who knows? We'll see. Uh, so here we go, guys. Let's get this party started. I'm gonna grab a random pack here from Power. Look at this, just a fresh box. Let's just let's just go in. 
Let's go ahead and uh, we'll grab that one right here, okay? Here we go. Power of the elements. I think I have autofocus on. Let me fix that real quick because I can't stand it. Uh, it just drives me nuts. So let me configure that real quick. Hold on. Yep. See, autofocus is absolutely terrible on this. You just got to run it. Just run analog. There we go. That, that, look at that. Much better. Here we go, guys. What was that? Oh, it's a piece of the pack. All right. I just cleaned this mat, too, so I get I get a little upset when stuff gets on it already. Okay. Here we go. Power of the elements. Uh, we're going for that primeval planet. That's what we want. Let's just pull an $80 card here, right here, right now. Let's see what we got. Or we can pull a starlight. You know, that's, that's never impossible. You never know. Um, I've only pulled... How many starlights have I pulled? I've only ever pulled one starlight ever and it was from chaos impact all right we got ravenous vendred vanguard of the underground emperor where's my focus at oh god there you go. okay morphotronic earphone vernasylph and the changing season oh my gosh there we go sprite starter so we got an ultra rare <laughs> but we didn't get one of the bigger ones so there's our ultra <laughs> sprite starter i'll take that uh let me just put that off to the side we got Sprite Carrot, Tier Limits, uh, Metamorphs, Ascon, Ascon, the Bicorned Goatee, and Tier Limits Crime. Okay. So we didn't get a big hitter, but let's go ahead and let's check on let's check on this guy. Um yeah, when you get a starlight, you know. It's just one of those ones you just know you got a starlight. So there it is. Sprite starter. Let's check it out. Let's go ahead and check that out. Um let me get it in a sleeve real quick. So we got an ultra, uh, but not one of the better ultras. Let's see what we got. Um, bup, bup, bup. how am I gonna do this? I'll just I'll just pull it up here. There we go. Power of the elements price guide. You guys can see I was already snooping it. There we go. Let's see what we got. So Sprite Starter, Sprite Starter. Look at that. We got a $5 card on pack of the week. So there you guys go. Sprite Starter is five bucks right now. Not bad. I'll take that for an ultra uh, new set. I just sold a instant contact the other day. The one that I pulled that was 524. So cool. Another $5 card. I will take it. All right, and that is it for Pack of the Week. Real short and sweet because what kind of trading card podcast doesn't open trading cards? doesn't make sense to me. we got to keep this going, guys. Uh, keep the momentum going. Best card of the uh, segment so far. So we'll keep the series going. All right, guys. Moving on to Grade It. Here we go. All right. Grade It is our segment about cards that I just have. I've bought. I've pulled. Whatever the case may be, but uh, grade it is a segment where I kind of break down why I grade stuff. Um, it's a little bit different for me than an average collector because my model is, is you know, I'm running a full-time business. So this is all about volume for me, right? Like whether I make a dollar or I make $100, I'm making sales every day, every hour, even when I'm sleeping, right? So uh, it's a volume game for me. Uh, it's not all about the world's biggest flip for me. That's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to grade high quality quality cards and give myself the best best percentage chance of making some profit, right? So here we go. Chris, what's up? 
card of the or uh, graded card of the week. Wow, graded this week. We got a Giratina. Let me see if I can fix this for you because that's going to drive me nuts. Giratina Garchomp GX. I got to fix this because if it's not in focus, you're not going to get what I'm seeing here. Let's fix this camera again. You're not doing your job. There we go. That should work. How's this? Oh, much better. Much better. There we go. Giratina Garchomp GX. Um, I bought this card in a in a bulk lot, so my prices are going to be different than you got your guys's. But I bought this card in a bulk lot for a dollar twenty five, right? So this is what I'll pay for a GX. I will pay a dollar twenty five for a GX. Um, if it's you know, if it's a hundred dollar card, I will give the person you know fifty bucks. I basically give them half of whatever you know they think they're going to get. But that's what happens when you buy bulk, right? Like the person I bought this card from. I bought like 150 GXs. So that's a lot of money when you add up the volume. And most collectors who just want to get rid of their stuff, they're like, yeah, that's fine. Fine for me. I know you're going to make more money, but it's all good. I'm getting it all right now instead of trying to part it out and sell it because some people don't want to do that. And I get it. So here we go. Giratina Garchomp GX. I actually really like this card. Um, I You know, if I'm going to grade Pokemon cards, it's got to have some texture on it and it's got to have a decent character to it. <clears throat> so, like we talked about before in the past, the first thing we're going to look at is centering. Um, what I want to see is I want to see this black line all the way around the card, and I want to make sure that that black line isn't riding the edges of any of the cards. If it can do that, we got pretty good centering. And as you can see, that black line is visible throughout the entire card. Now, it is a little bit wider over here, but it's not it's not enough to be an eyesore and visually destroy you know the overall appeal of the card. The next thing I like to look at is the surface. Uh, when you're looking at the surface on these textured cards, right? You're like, how do you find out where there's scratches? Well, a deep scratch will show through the texture. But for the most part, like I said, you're going to want to look through the smoother surfaces of the card. And in this case, it would be this black bar right here. So you're going to have to work your light. You can see what I'm doing. And you're checking for any scratches in that real smooth area. Because if there are scratches in this smooth area, it's likely there are scratches in other parts of this card. This is just where it's more visible because there's not texture hiding it, right? So that's what we're looking at. There you go. Are you going to do Yu-Gi-Oh! or Digimon for this segment? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, we did we did Dragon Ball uh, last week, I think. Um, but it's it's random. I'm just grabbing cards out of a box. So that's, that's why, you know, if there's a lot of Pokemon in there, then so be it. But... Uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do those too. All right. So the front looks great. I'm not really worried about it. Let's take a look at the back. Remember, the biggest thing you guys need to realize is that the second you see a little white speck on any of these corners or any edge, knock yourself down to a 9. Don't even it at that point, you should already expect a 9. Don't try to be sneaky and be like, "Well, maybe they won't catch it." You should already you should be harder than a grader would be. And good. the good news is that there's no white specks here. We look at the centering. I can already tell you it's a little fatter up top than it is down low, but it is not enough to exceed, you know, a 70-30 margin. So now we're going to check the surface. And again, you're going to want to use all kinds of different light here. You, you got to use this glare to really help you spot out what you're looking for. And this card looks great. There's really nothing on it. I um, mean, I know I've said that every week, but, you know, well, I just ruined it now. But, uh, you know, I know what I'm looking for. So 
that's how I'm able to spot good cards and say, hey, well, I think I'm going to buy this. Um, I just know it's a, it's a skill that I've developed over time. So you could say, well, what a coincidence. You always get 10s. It's like, you know, study up, practice, right? And, and you'll get there. Uh, so I don't see anything wrong with this. Let me take a look with my own eyes instead of the camera. And it looks fine to me. You know, I, I would I would take the chance on this and say, hey, this this could get a 10. There's there's nothing that makes me think like, oh, it might get a nine. It's like, no, it looks like a 10 candidate, you know, nothing too crazy about it. Let's go ahead and take a look at the stats now. This is the best part about grade it. So I'm going to break down the stats. Here you guys go. So on TCG player, you can get this card for fifteen dollars and five cents. Now. TCG player is a little different. You're not going to get the picture of the card. You know, we know all this stuff, but I have to say it anyways. Um, you can expect near mint or better, uh, hopefully, or you get a bad seller and they might give you something worse. But uh, eBay, eBay, I saw them going a little bit cheaper. On eBay, you can get them from five to seven bucks. So that might be something you want to consider. Plus, you get the benefit of adding pictures, right? So that's another thing to think about. That light is in my face. There we go. All right. Um, PSA eights are going as low as ten dollars. This is this is a big red flag, right? You got it. You have to be careful, or you will get got. You don't want to get got. PSA nines are at sixteen dollars and eighteen cents. That was on a average of three cards, so three different sales. It averaged out to sixteen eighteen, and then the PSA ten is the big winner at ninety four sixteen. This card is not going to pay your mortgage, but it is a great card when you when you run the numbers here. So, your cost of goods. Uh, that's COGS, right? Cost of goods. It costed, let's say it costed you $15.05 to buy the card. And I would send this card economy. Why would I send this card economy? Because based on my recent submissions, economy is taking about a month, which is nuts because they were saying this is going to be a 90-day turnarounds. But I can tell you from the last two econ orders I have, we're looking at just about a month, maybe a little bit longer, maybe maybe five weeks, uh, which is absolutely insane. That's lightning fast for thirty bucks. Um, five dollars to ship the card to PSA. So, if you decided to grade it, you know, value, you could pay twenty two bucks, or you could even grade it right now for the for the TCG special at fifteen bucks, um, and that would knock it down even more. But if you were to do the twenty two service the $22 service or the $30 service you're looking at total cost of goods $42.05 or $50.05 right because the $8 difference is the difference between value and economy value might take 4 to 6 months economy 4 to 6 weeks so think about that time that time difference there too because there there's opportunity in waiting there's also you know losses in waiting so you have to you got to figure that out me personally, I would send economy. Your fees on eBay, right? Maybe you sell somewhere else. Maybe you sell on PayPal. I don't know. But um, on eBay, you're going to pay 13% plus 30 cents, which is going to, if you were to sell your card for $94, that would be $12.54 in fees. Then you ship the card. I do free shipping because it ranks me better on eBay. If you make this, the buyer pay for shipping, you're going to be ranked a little bit lower. Uh, so I always do free shipping. That's going to be a $5 bill out of your pocket. So you subtract all that stuff from your $94.16. Total profit, you're looking at $26.57 to $34.57, right? So there's a 
That's your margin whether if you go value, if you go economy. Now, you'll see below that, it, sh it shows $40.37. Well, why does it show that? The reason it shows $40.37 is because that's my number because I only paid $1.25 for my card. Um, so remember, there's, there's different variables that can come into play. You can't just follow this and be like, look, it's going to win. Um, always negotiate. Always try to get the best price as possible. For me, I buy bulk. I will buy, you know, 150, 200 GX cards, which to, on, that's my cost. That's like 300 bucks up front. You know, I'm giving someone $300 bills, you know, for 150, you know, 200 GX cards. Um, so I fronted the money, but I get it in bulk, right? So you'll get better deals when you buy more from people. That's just, that's just how things work. You buy volume, buy in volume, you're going to get that wholesale deal. Um, so that's the benefit of buying bulk. I know a lot of you think, you know, oh, he's just selling bulk on his eBay for, you know, for pennies, but it's like, no, 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 no. We buy tens of thousands of cards. We sell the stuff we need to in bulk. And then the good ones, you, you're, there will be good cards in those bulk. You take those out and you grade them. And then that's how you increase your margins even more. So it's, it's both. I'm grading cards. I'm selling bulk. We're doing everything, right? Um, it's not just one thing. So what does this mean to you? If you're just an average seller on eBay and you're not running a full-time business, this is a tough one, especially if you don't have an eye for PSA 10s. If you, if you cannot eyeball a PSA 10, this one you might want to stay away from. Now, what I do like about this card is you could also buy a PSA 10 right now for $90, which I think is cheap. Um, this is a Unified Minds card. Unified Minds will be going out of print sooner than later. I can tell you that. Um, so Sun and Moon, Unified Minds, you could buy a PSA 10 for 90 bucks. The other option is buying it and holding it, you know, a year, two years, three years and see where that $90 takes you. This could be, you know, 150, 180 bucks within the next couple of years. As they announced that Unified Minds is done, not in production, right? People start ripping through some more stuff. There's all kinds of different options you have. These are the things that I like to think about um, when we bring up the segment grade it. So that's another option too, is that, hey, you know what? I don't buy cards in bulk. I'm not really good at eyeballing stuff. Go buy a 10 and hold it, you know? Because I think Giratina and Garchomp are great characters. I think this is a good rarity. It's a decent rarity. It's not the best. Um, but there's some demand there, right? People are paying good money for, for the PSA 10. And I think PSA 10s are just going to be the tried and true. And I think Unified Minds is one of the safer sets, right? Like I wouldn't say like <laughs> if this came out of, you know, Celebrations 25th anniversary, probably not. But uh, Unified Minds is, is dwindling. I can tell you that. There's just not as much out there as other, other sets. So there you guys go. That's great. It Hopefully you got all the information you needed on that. And uh, you guys let me know if you like this segment, okay? Moving on to TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale is our segment where we talk about the four TCGs that, that we've been talking about, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, Digimon, Pokemon, and their most recent booster set. Um, we kind of prioritize them based on their value, um, but not only their value, but maybe maybe their lack of value. Because um, as collectors, we want to try and get things as cheap as possible. So the rankings here can be based on pure value. They can be ranked on the, the rarities of the cards involved. 
Um, they could be ranked on, you know, long term, maybe keeping sealed, maybe, you know, whatever the case may be, we're, we are matching up all four TCGs and comparing them so that if you don't have the money to buy all four TCGs at once because they drop, they usually drop around the same time, like new sets. Um, you'll be able to figure out, well, I think I'll buy this set first and then I'll go for this. Um, so that's what, that's what battle Royale is about. And it, it's a weekly update on, on the prices on all four. So this is one of my favorite segments to cover. And here we go. Number one this week, no surprises here. Dragon Ball Super Dawn of the Z and the case prices are now up to $1,800. That is, uh, that's crazy because when we started this, they were just under a thousand bucks, right? I think they were like, uh, maybe they were at a thousand. So if you have a case of Dawn of the Z, you are up, you know, eight, 900 bucks, which is amazing. Uh, and that's, that's, that's going to happen. And the reason it'll happen is because one, there's a God rare in the set, but two people typically rip through sets that have big hits more often. So there'll, it's it's weird. So the sealed product will go up. The singles market will likely drop because there's just so much supply out there because everyone's ripping through Dawn of the Z trying to get the God Rare. So people start to value the sealed boxes more because it's like, hey, I got something that, that might have it, you know, and that that curiosity just kills people. Um, so case price up to 1800 Box price is down $3. So don't sweat it here. I know it shows red. It's at one twenty five fifty for the box price, but it was at one twenty eight two weeks ago when we covered it. So it's at one twenty five now. Um, top four cards in the set twenty four eighty eight ninety six, which is down quite a bit. Uh, the Bardock is averaging two thousand uh, bucks. I think market price is twenty three. So uh, pretty normal from what we've seen. Um, and then you got the same secret rares. The Goku secret rare has dropped quite a bit though. He's down. He's down to 179 from like 225, I think. So that one that one took quite the hit. And then the Bardock regular secret rare also took a, a small hit. He's he's down to below 100, I think. So there you guys go. Five cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Um, and the the so you have the four secret you have the god rare, you have three secrets, and then you have an SPR Gogeta that's breaking the fifth. So those are the four cards. Um, just wait it out a little bit longer. People are still ripping through this stuff. Uh, if you're looking for single cards, you can definitely just let, there's no point in rushing. These cards will be here next year, the year after that. So just, uh, let these premium prices out to dry and uh, you should be able to get a better price on your secret rare soon. Um, now the God rare, on the other hand, I think that's a different game. (laughs) I think you just have to pick and choose based on price averages and uh, if you get a deal, you get a deal, right? Like uh, when when I got my Vegeta God Rares, I didn't know that I was going to get mine, you know, for under seventeen hundred bucks each. I didn't know that I didn't know if that was going to be good. It was just a speculation at that point, um, and it worked out. It totally worked out. But these God Rares, they're people respecting the rarities. So who knows? Maybe two thousand bucks in retrospect might might not be nothing. I, I'm not sure, but at 2000 bucks sounds right just based on the Vegeta information and then what we're seeing with Bardock. So uh, it's just kind of average. I wouldn't say it's like too crazy, right? It's, it's just expected. I guess that's the word I'm looking for, expected. All right. Number two this week, 
Digimon X record. Now, I know Cross Encounters is coming out on Friday, so we can't technically cover it yet, uh, but it, it's looking pretty strong, and uh, we'll be talking about that later tonight. But case price for X record is down to 987, which is still amazing for, for Digimon. I mean, the only other cases that are doing that are Double Diamond, 1.5 and 1.0, I think. So, and those are just above a thousand bucks. So, for X Record to be one of the newer sets and to be around that same price, that's very impressive. Um, box price is up to $81.97. Remember, it quickly tapped like 79 bucks and kind of shot right back up. Um, that's interesting. But also, no surprises because the secret rares also went up in the set. So, the Deathmon, he's like 120 bucks right now. Um, and then that's for the alt art. And then I believe the standard art is just under a hundred bucks. So like out of control with X record, um, which brings the top four cards to $305 and 18 cents. That is up from the last time we covered it. I think last time we covered it was like two eighty something. So that's a, that's a big jump. Um, however, there are only nine cards in the set now that break the $10 price point. So a lot of those alts have, have broken down below $14, $15. Um, you basically have your secrets, but that Deathmon, he is the Deathmon went up, which is nuts because the set's been out for what eight to ten weeks now. Uh, it's been out for for quite a while, and for a card to jump up like that is is really cool to see. Um, and it, you know, we'll see what happens when Cross Encounter jump, uh, drops this Friday, but I'm I'm excited to cover that one. All right, number three this week, Lost Origin. Not my favorite set, I'll tell you that. I mean. I really like, I really like the Giratina, but uh, case prices are down to five seventy five. Box prices are up to ninety nine ninety seven. Uh, it's not a lot, but it did go up. But the way I'm looking at this, you know, you can basically buy a booster box for a hundred bucks, or you can buy the Aerodactyl for one fifteen. If you really want the Aerodactyl, just buy it. Um, or look at it this way: if you need that Giratina. They, they cost about $200 right now. So you could buy two boxes or you could just buy one Giratina. I would go for the Giratina. Uh, if I wanted it that bad. I don't want it that bad. I just I just like the card. Uh, the top four cards are down. Singles market is down $413.99. And there are nine cards in the set that break the $15 price point. And sadly, those are all secret rares and uh, alternate arts. So... Not a good week. Not a good week for singles cards, right? Like everything's going down. So hopefully you didn't buy too early on these sets. Um, I, I think I think I've seen the pattern here. You know, pretty much just wait eight plus weeks for when a set drops, and uh, you'll be you'll be doing a lot better than the guys who bought on pre-release and stuff like that. All right, number four this week, and no surprises. Lost origin equals lost funds. That's <laughs> that's great. So now we got we got Tactical Masters. I know I know we're tired of seeing it, but Yu-Gi-Oh has a new set dropping. Yu-Gi-Oh's got a new set dropping uh like in I think on Friday in a few days. Um so be ready for that. I'm excited for this one. Um but case prices actually went up. So the last time I saw a case you could go for about 569. Those are up now to 599. Um which might be if you got the money that might be the best option at this point because the rest of the set is just kind of going down um 
$49 a box, which is down. It finally broke that $50 range. Uh, so that is like below wholesale. And the top four cards in the set are down to 310 77 and those are all collector rares. And there are 17 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. So this one has the most volume in terms of like how many cards break that $15 price point. However, there are 15 collector rares in the set. So you might have one secret and one ultra that actually is worth anything. So if you don't pull a collector rare, it's like, oh, you're out, you're out. But at 49 bucks a pop, I mean, you want to gamble. This is where the value is at. So just because Tactical Masters is number four doesn't mean it's bad. It just means like, hey, if you're going to prioritize it, you know, it's not going anywhere, right? It's not flying off the shelves. Um, so yeah, Tactical Masters, eh, it is what it is. I would, I would, I would take a gamble on 50 bucks. You know, you got a one in three chance. You might get a collector rare. All right. So there you guys go. That's the, that's the battle royale this week. Here are the rankings. We got Dawn of the Z at number one. I gave it a green, a green uh, mark here because that case price shot up. I mean, when we started it, it was around a thousand bucks. Uh, and also the box prices were $80. Remember that? Remember when they were like $87 and I told you, hey, you should buy one. They're now 125. So you're up, you're up 40 bucks right now. Who would be mad about that? Um, Digimon X record. Uh, it's going to get green. Why? Because the singles on Deathmon went through the roof. Um, that is just, I mean, it's like 120 bucks for that alt art now. That's amazing. You love to see that stuff. Uh, Lost Origins going to get the red uh, at number three because the case price is down, the singles price is down, the box prices are up, but that's just, that's a quick supply squeeze. I mean, as soon as those evaporate, it's like, and and someone drops a whole other case on the market, you know, that could change it real quick. Um, and then uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters is getting red just because it's just performing very bad. Uh, case price is up, but I don't imagine a lot of you are going to buy a case. Uh, plus, there's other other cases you could get, you know, for 600 bucks. So, it's there. Um, I only want to buy the Karibo and a couple other spell cards from the set. Or not the Karibo, but the Scapegoat. I want to buy the Scapegoat and a couple other cards from the set. And that's that's pretty much it. So, I'll just wait till someone grades a 10 and I'll, I'll probably just get that. Um, but there you guys go. That's it for the Battle Royale this week. No changes, but next week's going to be big because we got... Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh dropping new sets and that could shake things up. All right, moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? All right, covering every Pokemon expansion from the beginning. This week we cover Pokemon Fire Red Leaf Green. EX Fire Red Leaf Green. Um this is one of those sets you just don't see a lot of, you know, we're in that era where like knowledge is low. Not a lot of people know a lot about it. Um, and if they do, they have it all, right? They have the supply. So just one of those interesting things. Let's take a look at the prices for EX, Fire Red, Leaf Green. Organize it here. Here we go. So you got Charizard EX at $775. Holy crap. I don't remember seeing that earlier. That's... That's mind-boggling. Okay. Gengar EX. I love that he's number two at $210. Venusaur EX. These are great cards. Venusaur EX at $202. Blastoise EX at 200 
Articuno EX at 121. I am absolutely tired of these birds. I don't know about you guys, but like I'm tired of these birds in all these sets. Uh, Zapdos, 106. Gyarados, nice. We got a good lineup here. 86. Moltres, oh gosh. Uh, 86. Charmander's Secret Rare, 61. Electrode EX, 50. Clefable EX, 39. Wow, that's cheap. Mr. Mime EX, 35. And let's see. Oh, and that, that is the top 12 right there. Yeah, and there's another Mime EX at 34. Okay. There you guys go. That's the that's the list there. Um, I really, I think, I've looked at this Gengar before. Uh, I just never pulled the trigger on it. A lot of people have sent me this, like, hey, you should get this, man. And I'm like, eh. I don't know. Like, like, take a look at this. It's like, it's cool, but that, this Gengar looks very doesn't look like Gengar to me you know I mean obviously that that is Gengar but like I don't know what does he look like um I don't know what he looks like but he just does he looks more cartoonish right like Gengar is a cartoon I don't know how to say it he looks more uh I don't know maybe it's just the CGI there's something about it that just doesn't look like you know a Gengar card I want. Now, the only thing I do like about it is that it's an EX. And I really like this purple with the silver foil is nuts. Okay, don't get me wrong. All right, let's take a look here. These are the PSA pops for Pokemon EX Fire Red Leaf Green. We got Charizard with 211 tens. <laughs> That's crazy. Because uh, when you look at these other numbers, you're like, wow, okay. Gengar EX is 75. Venusaur EX is 140. Uh, I'm just going over the 10s, by the way. Blastoise EX has 131 10s. Articuno EX, and this has like the cracked ice um, deal. That it's, it's the different type of EX foil. Uh, and then you got the Zapdos EX, same thing with that cracked ice look. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, you might want to hop over to YouTube or Spotify and check out the video format. We always have pictures of the cards, numbers, breakdowns. So like when you hear me breaking down like the numbers, I'm actually displaying this stuff on screen. So you might want to check it out if you need a visual. It a lot of, it helps a lot of people. Um, so I'm not really a fan of that Venusaur card. It kind of like, same thing with this Gengar. Like they have like a round shape to them, like a little too round. Like there's no sharp edges, no detail to Even Blastoise has got it. You know what I mean? Uh... <laughs> Not a lot. There's not a lot of detail to them. I think that's what it is. You know, they're very smoothed over. Um, and again, this is that this is that same same thing we always see, uh, where someone's like, "Hey, Charizard's the rarest card in the set," and it's like, I think "rarest card" is the wrong word to be used here because technically there are more of them than there are of any of these other cards, right? So you have 400 PSA nines. Even if you added up all the Gengars and all the Venusaurs, you would still not have 400 PSA 9s. So, is it really the hardest one to pull? Is it really the rarest? No. It's the most desired card in the set. So, that's something to consider. Always remember that when you're collecting. It's the most desired card in the set. And it's because it's Charizard, right? Charizard has been the guy since the beginning. But rarest... You could talk numbers here, and it's like, well, technically, it looks like he's been printed the most, right? He's He has the highest population in PSA 8, 9, and 10 out of any of these cards. So he's the most desirable, but I don't think he's the most rare. So you got to be careful about that. 
And um, it would be interesting to to know like full on production numbers, and you know, um, if these were printed or cut on different sheets at different rates, right? Because there are some sheets. It's very interesting how it works. There are some sheets that have every card one through a hundred, and they just cut them one for one, right? Then there are other sheets where it'll be 15 Charizards, 15 Gengars, 15 Venusaurs, and they're kind of staggered out throughout the sheets. But still, you know, per card, it would be 15, 15, 15. So there's same numbers there. Um, it's just interesting to know. It's like, are the, if, you could ever, if you could ever add up all the Charizards that ever existed of Charizard EX, like, would it be a uniform number to the rest of the set? could we actually find out that there are less Charizards than there are any other cards, and that's why it's more rare. Um, so, something to think about. I'm not Charizard hating. That's actually a pretty decent Charizard. Um, it's actually one of the better cards on this, like when you look at them. Um, Blastoise looks sick. I've always liked this card. It's got a dark look to it, and they don't make Blastoise look dumb, so <laughs> it's it's cool with me. All right, moving on to the second page here. This is the bottom half, uh, the uh, bottom 12 here. Gyarados EX at uh, the number 7 slot. And I really like this one. It looks creepy. Like, you remember, uh, <laughs> for some reason, I, it reminds me of the Loch Ness Monster pictures. So, like, you know, we're just going to pull it up. We're going to pull it up right now. <laughs> like, see if I can pull <laughs> Like, uh, let me see if I can find one underwater. So, like, if you ever seen pictures of the Loch Ness Monster, like, supposed pictures, it's, like, super murky. You can't really tell. Like, this is what it reminds me of. Like, look at that. I mean, this is a fake picture, obviously, right? Someone, like, generated that. But, like, you see how it's like that? That's what this reminds me of. Like, could you imagine just being in, like, murky, dark water, and then you see this in your face? It would scare the crap out of you. So, uh, <laughs> this Gyarados EX is a creepy-looking card. He's got 119 PSA 10s. Um, you got Moltres. I, ugh, I hate Moltres. 159 PSA 10s. This one, now, this is the argument that I was talking about, guys. So, rarity versus desired desirability, right? All that stuff. Now, the Charmander you see here, this Charmander Hollow is actually a secret rare. And if you look at his populations, right, 78 tens. He, I mean, and look at, I mean, you could look at all, all of his numbers, actually. He's got 196 PSA 9s, which is kind of high compared to these other ones. But I would be willing to bet that there might be less of these Charmanders in the world than these other EX cards. That's just my theory. Um, and that's just me following the way the game was designed, right? When you make a secret rare, technically on a sheet of uncut cards, that would be printed less to make it harder for people to pull. Makes their odds harder, right? Hopefully I didn't lose you for a second. It looks like I lost, uh, lost connection. We good? I'll wait. I'll wait a second till we're back. So, like I was saying, if you look at the Charmander, this is actually a secret rare, and uh, I would be willing to bet that there are less of these on the planet than there are Charizards. So it's just funny how he's lower ranked here. He's got lower pops. He's got a lesser price, right? And this just comes down to desirability. This is what we've been told is. This is what everyone wants, right? And this is what we sh probably should have got was the 
I, w- I would probably go for this. Just like last week or the week before we talked about the Groudon Secret Rare. I would go for that. Then I would go for some EX cards just because I like to go for rarity. I like to go for what what is actually a commodity. What 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 is there less of, right? Electro DX has 103 tens. Clefable EX has 100, or, uh, 59 tens, which is stupid low. Uh, and then you got Mr. Mime EX with 76 tens. So these two right here, you could also do that same argument. We're like, well, these have lower pops. Does that mean that there was less printed? Could very well be. Or we could play the desirability games. Like, well, just no one's grading them because no one likes them. So this is why this is why we look at the populations. This is why we look at the prices. And then we have to decide for ourselves, like, what's really going on here, right? But Fire Red, EX Fire Red Leaf Green, this is really cool. When I see this, it just reminds me of the video game. I loved Fire Red Leaf Green. Leaf Green was like one of my favorite games. Um, it's a long game too. Like they, they combined all the different games together. Oh, I just showed you the Yu-Gi-Oh segment. There we go. There you guys go. That's Pokemon this week. Um, Fire Red Leaf Green. I Solid set. I really like the Pokemon selection here. Um, Charmander, Gyarados, Blastoise, Venusaur, Gengar, Charizard. Like solid. Right, just get rid of the birds, give me something else, and we're good here. There you guys go. Moving on, we got Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Heart of the Cards, here we go. Heart of the Cards, I already blew the secret, right? Um, but this week for Heart of the Cards, we're talking about Darkwing Blast. So Darkwing Blast is the new set that Yu-Gi-Oh! is releasing, and that comes out on the 21st. Now, we opened up Power of the Elements today. So... The reason why we opened up Power of the Elements was very specific. Uh, that's because Darkwing Blast is supposed to be a continuation of Power of the Elements. Now, what do I like about this? Well, I like how strong Power of the Elements prices are right now. It's a very solid set. Like I said, I think it'll be like Battle Chaos and have you know plenty of cards that will age well. But now they're adding support and they're adding a continuation to this set in Darkwing Blast. So... Cards that were already good playable cards for Power of the Elements could become even pricier, right? They could they could become more desired based on what comes out in Darkwing Blast. All right, here we go. So we're going to talk about it. This is from Pojo.com. Um, Pojo's, yep. Upcoming product release for Yu-Gi-Oh! Darkwing Blast. I'm not going to read all the details. Uh, we're just going to cover some stuff, all right? <laughs> So we're thrilled to share some of the uh, details on the new upcoming product for Yu-Gi-Oh! Trading Card Game. October 21st, Darkwing Blast. Core booster set lets Duelist ascend into the night sky for Crow's renowned Blackwing strategy from 5Ds. Alright. Darkwing Blast booster set contains 100 new cards, 50 commons, 26 super rares, 14 ultra rares, and 10 secret rares. Now I believe this is a starlight set, so you're going to see starlight prices, right? Fact sheet, here we go. So they got the new Black Wing cards, uh, a new version of the Black Wing and Dragon. I'm not going to cover all this. Uh, it's just way too much to read. You guys will, go to, you guys will fall asleep. Um, new cards for themes from the past and the continuation of the world premiere theme that debuted in Power of the Elements. All right, so they're going to be adding more support to this stuff. Let me see what else was in here. Um <clears throat> Did they print that twice? 
Yeah, they did. Wow, that's so weird. Darkwing Blast is packed with cards ready to elevate your game to the next level. So the Blackwing cards uh, try out new tuners that make it a breeze to perform a flurry of synchro summons and unlock new possibilities with a new Blackwing synchro monster. Make sure to grab your Blackwing cards from Legendary Duelist Season 2 and Legendary Duelist White Dragon Abyss to get your Blackwing deck ready for action. Wow. So if you got cards from Legendary Duelist Season 2, Legendary Duelist White Dragon Abyss, some of those might come back into play if you don't need them it might be a good time to sell them because people are going to be look, looking for those combos, right? A new version of Crow Hogan's Black Winged Dragon, capable of inflicting major damage to your opponent and destroying every card on the field during your, during your opponent's turn. That's like, I'd like to see that being used. That's funny. Could you imagine? It's like, oh no, you're, all your guys are dead. And you're like, why? It's like, well, because it says during your turn. <laughs> all, all the cards on the field are gone. That could get pretty annoying. All right, so there you guys go. Just a quick look here at Darkwing Black. We're not going to Darkwing Blast. Darkwing, no. You know what's funny? I, I legit thought you were going to say Darkwing Duck. No. It, when I saw this, that's all I would say was Darkwing Duck. Because um, I've, been, I've been paying attention to this Darkwing Blast for like maybe a month and a half, two months, when I found out that it was linked to Power of the Elements. Um, that's all I say in my head is Darkwing Duck. So, no, you, you are correct. That's what I'm saying in my head. Uh, so, there it is. There's Darkwing Blast. We'll have more on this uh, come next week when it, when it enters the Battle Royale. But what I wanted to talk about is the prices for Power of the Elements. Let's go ahead and take a look at that, right? Because these two are married up. So, I figured, hey, let's talk about the new stuff and let's see how this could be affected here with Power of the Elements. You got your Starlights. These aren't going to change much. Uh, they are what they are. Um, but you got uh, Primeval Planet, ninety-two bucks. You got Sprite Blue at fifty-one. You got Ultimate Slayer at thirty-six. Sprite Elf at twenty-one. Garura, Garura, Wings of Resonant Life, twenty. <laughs> this is a great set, guys. Tearlaments, Rhino Heart, sixteen. Godi of the Deep, fifteen. And then you got Exo Sister Martha at ten. And even then, there are some other secrets and ultras that are, you know, close to that $10 price point. So this is a very solid set with Power of the Elements. And I wouldn't be surprised that if some of these cards here, right? So these these cheaper cards up to up to the the $96, you know, Starlight, right? Some of these might get some action when Darkwing comes out. People are going to start putting together decks, figuring stuff out, and the prices of these might go up. Let's take a look at this. Let's see. Sometimes you can kind of see it happen right before your eyes. So it's not so much this card. This has kind of been the same. Usually usually people will start prepping like the week beforehand. And it's because they know it'll change the meta. <laughs> so let's see. There's, no, this one's down. So I wonder which card it'll be. I don't, I don't follow the game enough. I don't follow the meta enough to know which cards are going to get... Um, that boost, but that's something you might want to pay attention to, especially if, like, you know, if you're not going to play with these cards, you might as well get rid of them uh, if you're not, like, keeping them for any special reason. Oh, here's one. This could be one. So, got down to as low as $4 and spiked up to 20 So that this this could be one that gets a little action when Darkwing Duck drops, all right? A little bit of Darkwing Duck. 
Garura. There you guys go. That's just a little bit on the heart of the cards this week. I know we haven't done a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. We got to do a better job on doing Yu-Gi-Oh. So stay on me for that. And uh, we will continue to cover more Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. All right. Moving on to Digimon this week. Here we go. Digimon. We got a lot of, we got a lot. We have a couple things for Digimon this week, but the first thing we're going to cover is Cross Encounter. That's the new set that'll be dropping this Friday. Um, and we're just going to do a quick review of the cards in the set. Um, some of the best cards in the set, I should say. Here we go. Ludkin's Media. That's where this article comes from. Top cards to pull from Cross Encounter. And there's this awesome Alphamon. And let me tell you something, guys. This is the beauty. This is the beauty of becoming a better collector. As we get into this, you will see my opinion on this card has changed since we've learned lessons from Omnimon and Double Diamond. Okay? Because remember that I was I was wrong on the Omnimon. Completely wrong on that one. And now now I have to pay for it, right? <clears throat> so the next booster in the Digimon card game, Cross Encounter releases today, October 14th worldwide. I believe it doesn't drop till Friday, though, uh, for North America. Uh, Cross Encounter will be the 10th main booster of the set, Digimon card game, and will focus on the Digimon Fusion series. So again, Fusion's not big for me. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be a few cards that I really want, and, and that'll be it. Not only will several Digimon make their debut, debut for the first time, but brand new Digimon uh, cross-fusion mechanics will shake up things as an alternative way to get your strongest Digimon in play. Here we go. Number one card, Ghost Alphamon. That's what they're calling it, Ghost Alphamon. Last year's incredibly rare Ghost Omnimon is getting some company as Gold Alphamon arrives with the cross-encounter set. This time around, the artwork will have the outline of the Digimon covered in gold foil, which will contrast against its black background. Because the incredible rarity of this card, this card will no doubt be the most valuable of the set. When Double Diamond first released last year, it was selling for 1200 to 1600 Remember, guys, we had saw, we had, yeah, we had seen some Omnimons sell for 400 to 600 and I was like, it's going to drop to 300 It didn't. It never did, and I paid the price for it. So, Remember what we learned from the Ghost Rare Omnimon? Apply that information to Alphamon. Now, the difference is, is Alphamon is no Omnimon. We know that, right? Like, especially any any original, like, Digimon kid that grew up in the 90s and 2000s, we don't know much about Alphamon. But what we do know is we need to respect the rarity, and we need to realize that these are definitely going to be harder to pull than we think. Even if you see a dozen copies on eBay, that doesn't mean that everyone's pulling it, right? A dozen copies is nothing to the hundreds of thousands of people who probably tried to get one. So just keep that in mind. Um, would I pay sixteen hundo for this? No. Would I pay five hundred to eight hundred like I could have when I had the Omnimon? Absolutely, absolutely, I would. So here you go. Um, I believe they showed. Oh, they didn't on this one. Okay. So the difference here, you could you could almost argue that this is the same debate we had. With Vegeta and Bardock, right? So Vegeta's gonna sell for more because you know he's cooler than Bardock. That that does play a part, 
but we have to respect the rarity. And what we've seen with Bandai and the God Rares is so far with Vegeta and Bardock, their prices are almost the same and people have almost disregarded the character on the card. It's more about the rarity. Remember that with here. Now, this is a cool looking card though. It looks awesome. Um, so it has a different appeal than the Omnimon does, but I would say that there are more people that like Omnimon than Alphamon. But do I think that that's going to make Alphamon significantly cheaper? No. No. I think if the pool rates remain the same for this card, if they keep the pool rates exactly the same as Omni, I could see this card being, you know, low-end 600, high-end probably like 1100. It'll probably land within there because that's that's kind of what Omni's doing. Omni's a little bit more expensive in some cases, might be 1500, but he's in that ballpark, right? So I would not be surprised to see this here and it may be Maybe we learn our lesson from last time and buy sooner than later. It's it's all relative to your situation and it's all how you feel about the situation. Me, I should have bought earlier last time. That's what I learned. So I will be paying attention to this card. I will be watching. And if opportunity presents itself, I might have to get one. You know what I mean? Because I, I love the rarity. I think this is an awesome looking card. One of the coolest Digimon cards they put out so far. ATM, what's up? Um, the other the other note that I wanted to add with this guys is uh this might be a great set to keep sealed, right? Just like Double Diamond, this would be a great set to keep sealed because it's likely that a lot of people are going to rip through this product to try and get this, which means we are literally killing the sealed population. So as the sealed population goes down, price goes up, right? Because speculation, well, there could be that Alphamon in there. So that's the way you got to think. Uh, you might want to keep a couple boxes sealed and then buy this card outright. That might be the best strategy you can do. Now, do you need to grade it right away? No, because a, a Grail card like this, uh, I don't want to say Grail, but an extremely rare card like this will be extremely rare next year due to fundamentals, right? So a good card will always be a good card. Only bad cards drop in value, right? So think about that. All right, here we go. We got Sukuyamon Made Mode. A new Renamon archetype will be included in the Cross Encounter Booster, which will focus on the use of plug-in option cards, such as Strength Plug-in O and Defensive Plug-in C. There you go. This The strongest Digivolution for this train will be the elegant-looking Sukuyamon Maid Mode. Pretty cool card. You got Venusmon. Venusmon is another beauty of the digital world who is the one of the Olympus... 12 gods that's 12 right this will be the debut card for the digimon for this digimon in the english game with her also appearing on the healing therapy option card okay cross encounter venusmon is really nice security attack counter is this yellow yeah yellow <clears throat> uh reducing it's uh reducing it by minus one and preventing digimon with the security attack okay there's Venusmon. Look at ATM. I already knew. I knew. <laughs> I knew we were going to get a comment from him. All right, here we go. <laughs> Jessmon. This is Jessmon GX uh, Altart. This is pretty cool. One of the secret rares coming out of the cross counter, cross encounter uh, booster will be the Royal Knight Jessmon GX. Alongside the release of the English version. Here we go. You know I'm getting that in a 10. No, you should. That'd be great. There's the Jessmon. That's cool. That's cool looking. You know, I maybe I should 
I should probably watch some of like the the Japanese anime, you know, and maybe I'll start to like some of these other Digimon. It's so hard to me to get it's so hard for me to get past season 1 and 2 of Digimon. That's just that's what I'm that's what I was brought in on, you know, like I guess the original 151 in Pokemon, I can I can transcend because I think there are some awesome Pokemon further beyond in different generations. I also think they put out crappy Pokemon. But with Digimon, it's really weird. Like, if I don't know you, it's hard for me to like you. And I don't, I don't know if that's just me or if you guys too, but, you know, that's just how I feel. Like, this is cool looking, but it's like, I don't know anything about Jessmon. You know, and if you don't play the game, it's like, do I really want this? I don't know. Sistermon Seal. This is the alt art, all right. Unique Digimon was, in, was introduced in a Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory video game, and later on within the Digimon card game. All right. After Digimon Noir was censored, okay. The reason for the censor was supposedly down the resemblance to Catholic nuns. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. Wow. Which gamer game producer Habu Kazumasa thought would be inappropriate for audiences in North America? That's funny. I think it's funny. You should never take offense to that stuff. Jessmon Gundam, right? That's what it feels like. I mean, you could even say that for Alphamon. That's that's Gundam Wing right there, dude. Can't tell me otherwise. Uh, we got Sparrowmon Altart. See, like, I'm just not too much of a fan of these guys. Like, I think uh, I think the only one I like so far, like the most, obviously, is Alphamon. But like, just in terms of collecting, if I got an, if I pulled an Altart, it's going in the binder. But I would never like hunt these. I guess that's what you could say. Because I'm not really a completionist. Sparamon is another Digimon that, that debuted in the Digimon Cross War manga that was first published in 2011. Wow, he's been around for a minute. Okay. Minor Vamon. Minor Vamon? Minor Vamon? I don't know. Minor Vamon. Has appeared in several games over the years, going back as far as Digimon World Data Squad. Okay. This will be the first time that this uh, deity lineup will make an appearance in Digimon card game. What do we got going on here? These aren't even... It's crazy. It's like... It's at some point, it's like, man, these aren't even Digimon anymore. It's so odd to me. Oh, oh, oh. Where am I going? All right, here we go. Bloom Lordmon. Uh-oh. This looks kind of fancy. What the heck? Bloom Lordmon looks pretty sick. Well, debuting for the first time, okay, uh, which also gets an alternate art. Realistic, okay, so this is the guy, Morishita. He's been working on the Digimon card game from the beginning and is injecting his realistic art piece into every piece. That looks awesome, yeah. That's a cool-looking card. Uh, the pink and the green, like, really pop. Pretty sick. And then you got Shoutmon. King version. Now remember, this is what they think the best pools are in the set. This is from Ludkins. We can't have a booster based on the uh, Cross Wars series without including one of the lead Digimon, Shoutmon. In the anime, Shoutmon's goal is to become king of the digital world so that he can bring it back to its former glory. A mission he succeeds in as seen in the Shoutmon King. Like, you know what I wonder? It's like, could can, can Shoutmon, like, you know, can Shoutmon take Omnimon? Do we ever get to see that? 
Like how did how did this guy become the king of the digital world? Right? Do we really know? Do we really know if he can if he could stop like the other mega digis? I don't know. Omnimon antibody. Now this is sick. Okay. Now we're getting in some stuff I can get into. Omnimon X antibody. When it comes to Bandai, there is no such thing as too many Omnimon variations. In the latest booster, Omnimon X Antibody will enter the Digimon card game, sporting some seriously impressive artwork created by the popular Digimon artists. Osmaria. That is sick. That's clean. That's an alternate art SR. (laughs) I like the way that one looks. And there you go. That is the list of... What is this? This is the... um, What was the title again? Digimon card game top cards to pull from Cross Encounter. There you guys go. Just a quick look there. Keep an eye on this Alphamon. If if you're into collecting the higher end cards, you know, take your shot when you can. But um, it's hard. It's hard to read, right? Because Digimon is is so new. Um, but but learn from the lessons we've learned so far. So like, if you passed on the Vegeta God Rare and missed that boat. If you passed on the Bardock God Rare because you thought he wasn't the same as Vegeta and you missed that boat. If you passed on Omnimon like me and you missed that boat. Sometimes you kind of have to like turn and look at yourself and be like, you know what? The last three times I guessed on these these ghost rarities, these god rarities, I was wrong. I might want to try a different strategy. So whatever that is for you, figure that out. There you guys go. That's our first bit of Digimon news. We got even more. We got... A Digibattle Series 5 opening. That's right. Uh, this comes from our buddy Wiener Schnitzel, a.k.a. Eric. He sent us some more Digibattle Series four, uh, series 5 booster pack openings. And this is, uh, I believe he sent us four packs of orange. So here we go. If you guys are watching on, if you're listening on Apple. What's going on, everyone? Let me pause that real quick. If you're listening on Apple, you'll want to check this out on YouTube or uh or Spotify, if you want to see some vintage Digimon being opened. Here we go. Can I open that up? Will that work? That'll work, right? There we go. What's going on, everyone? So, orange packs. I edited this a little bit just so we can get through faster. But the orange packs are going to yield Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode and Omnimon in foil, if you can pull them. And Eric has been... I believe Eric said he bought 17 packs from the same guy. 17 packs of orange. And uh, he's been sending the pools here. Goatmon, Chameleonmon, got yourself a uh, option. Butterflymon, there's the Paladin nice. non-hollow. Elephantmon, Kabukimon, and a Zukayomon. Gold tech. Yep, Zukayomon gold stamp. Amazing. Here's the second pack. It's got the Bud Light. Everyone drink bud for uh for Eric here. Pack number two. These are expensive guys. These are like you know four to six hundred bucks a pop. We got a dog barking in the background. That dog is not happy. Alright, we got Doggymon, we got Frogmon. Sepikmon. Impmon, that's a good that's a good pull. Uh Mihiramon, another good villain that I think people sleep on. Mano Manbomon. Sagittarimon. Look at that. Look at that, guys. There's a gold stamp. 
Ozzy Longmon right there. So he's gotten two gold stamps. Uh, this is this story is nuts. I, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. So he bought 17 packs from the same guy. He just pulled two gold stamps, which would pretty much match box odds um, from what we know. We'll talk about that here in a bit. And there are some people on eBay that are asking crazy prices for Series 5 gold stamps. It's absolutely nuts. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Kangaroo Mon. Option. Marine Angemon. That's a pretty good hit. Uh, power Option. Poncho Mon. Look at that. What is going on? This is like a error box, right? So he got another Azulongmon gold stamp. And this is the fourth pack here. The fact that this guy's opened this many packs is absolutely nuts. I mean, we've been able to document it all on the podcast, which is amazing because we just ne we never see this stuff get opened. Sheepmon, Searchmon, Toucanmon, Rabbitmon, Jumon, uh, Jumon or Jujimon, Option. Sihomon, uh, and he got a foil Kangaroomon. Now, the crazy thing about this, guys, is yeah, it's absolutely nuts. So, yeah, you guys have seen how many Azu Longmon he's pulled, but so Eric was saying he bought 17 of these packs from the same guy. He just pulled three gold stamps in front of us. And remember, he pulled the, the Behumon uh, gold stamp. And he pulled another Azulongmon gold stamp. So he's pulled like five gold stamps um, since he sent this in. And that's just, it's, it's hard to believe that those are all from the same case. Because, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember our guy, uh, our guy Digimon Emperor. Remember that guy? He... He has gone on record to say that he's opened the most packs of Series 5 than anyone. He's opened cases on cases, and he was saying that he was yielding two gold stamps per case. He's like, yeah, you know, these things aren't that hard to get. I got two per box, and I opened this many boxes. Eric pulled five from supposedly the same case, or at least the same guy. So... It would be really interesting to know if it was from the same case or if the, you know, because he obviously bought all the packs from the same guy. But I wonder if the guy prior to that was buying them all and then just kind of got them together. I'm not sure. Um, It's pretty crazy, but uh, just an amazing thing to see. He's been he's been hunting after Omnimon. That's what he wants. He really wants the Omnimon foil. Um, And I'm, I'm pulling for him because he has opened... 17 packs of orange, which is, geez, man. I mean, I feel for him because, you know, it's an awesome card. And that I believe that is that is my favorite card in Series 5. I know a lot of people like the Black War Greymon, but I would put Omnimon uh, above that. So <laughs> he's running low on some Bud Light. So, again, uh, Eric, thank you for sending this over. This is really important stuff. I don't know what to think. Um, uh, You know, we'll have, to, we'll have to ask Jake, you know, what he thinks about someone pulling... Is it, has it been five gold stamps? I know you're here in the chat with us. Uh, let me know how many gold stamps you actually pulled from the 17 packs. Was it five or six? 
Uh, I know you've you've pulled three Azulongmon. You pulled the Zukaiumon. You've pulled Behumon. I think the only guy you haven't pulled is uh the uh the Orochimon. The uh uh that's actually Zukaiumon. I think they 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 mislabeled the name, but the Firebird and then the um Diaboramon. I think. Oh, and there's Armageddon too. You got to let us know how many you've pulled, uh, and then we gotta. You know, we'll we'll chat it up with Jake and like, look, this guy pulled this many golds from this many packs. Like, it's nuts. I, I mean, do the math. You know, it's supposed to be one in seven packs. And when you pull three, five golds. Okay, three Azu, Behumon, and then the Tree Turtle. Yeah, man. <laughs> so technically, that should have took you. If you pulled five golds, that should have took you you know, 35 packs to do, and you did it in, in half the packs, which is just absolutely nuts. Uh, who knows, you know, and it's just the, the mysteries of Digibattle and the pull rates continue to to add up. It's like, what if they were stacking orange with gold stamps? You know what I mean? That'd be crazy. What if what if they did that? And they're like, yeah, you'll get the most out of orange. Well, who knows? You know, I don't, I don't know. Or what I'm thinking, the only thing that I could logically think of is that the guy that Eric bought from did have 17 oranges, but they're not from the same case. That's the only thing I could think of. And then, you know, Eric happened to get all the gold stamps in one spot. That's that's the only thing that, that makes sense to me from what we know. But absolutely, I would love to pull five gold stamps, um, and I'd be grading them all. That's that's what I would do. So congrats, Eric, and thank you for sending that over. That, that stuff helps a ton. And if you're wondering, the kangaroo mon uh, absolutely does come from uh, the orange packs. So that, that was another positive hit. Uh, we, so far we have yet to not pull, we have yet to pull a hollow that isn't in our pull rate list. So the kangaroo mon is supposed to come from orange and he got it from orange pack. There you guys go. All right. That's the Digimon news this week. Moving on. Is it supposed to be Dragon Ball? I don't know what's going on. Let's see what, I think it's Dragon Ball. Here we go. All right, Dragon Ball this week. We're going to be talking about Dragon Ball Super's new set that's being released. I know Dawn of the Z has been stealing all the heat and is a very, you know, talked about set just because of the God Rare. Um, this is this is pretty cool. I'm actually really excited for this, and I hope it's not a dud. I really hope it's not a dud. Uh, but this is called Fighter's Ambition. And Fighter's Ambition is supposed to be a set released in November. And as you can see there, we got Piccolo and Gohan featured on the box again. This is big, right? They're giving Goku and Vegeta a break. So let's go ahead and click this link here. This article comes from Bleeding Cool. And this says, Dragon Ball Super Card Game reveals Fighter's Ambition as the next set. This was just released yesterday. Excuse me. Bandai's announced a new Dragon Ball Super Card Game set. This set just... just this set comes just two months after the first set of the new and current series block Zenkai series. So Fighter's Ambition is part of Zenkai series. Um, let's see. Which sees the introduction... Introduction? Wow, I can't even speak today. 
introduction of Z cards as well as change in the hollow pattern used for super rares, special rares and secret. Oh, so they're changing the, the hollow patterns. I haven't really even noticed. Uh, the set titled Fighter's Ambition, with its full name being Zenkai Series Fighter's Ambition, the 19th main set and second Zenkai Series set, it is expected to hit shelves on November 18th, so pretty much 30, 31 days from now. Um, now, Fighter's Ambition will focus on the new canonical film, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So we're going to see more cards from Superhero. I hope we get Beast Gohan. He better be in a secret rare. Um, the direct previous film, Brawly. So two movies in one set. You're going to have Superhero and you're going to have Dragon Ball Super Brawly. And then they also added another movie, which is non-canon, um, but that's the Super Android 13 movie. So you can expect Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. You can expect Dragon Ball Super Brawly, and you can expect Dragon Ball Z, uh, Super Android 13. Um, and here's a quick look at the boxes here. What do we got? Can we zoom in? Piccolo promo cards is coming in the premium pack sets. Look at there's Brawly right there. I didn't even notice that. There's Brawly, and here is Android 13. And then let's see what's over here. Ooh, what is this? What is that's a SR SPR combo. That looks like Gohan right here. And that looks like Piccolo. Now, can we get a Gohan Beast? That would be sick. What's on the side here? I like to try and figure this stuff out. That's Gohan, Piccolo. There's Gohan, and it looks like this, maybe the Kai's. This is Gohan and Cell. That looks like, wait a minute, who is that back there? I can't see that all the way. That might be Gohan. There's Gohan and Krillin, looks like. Looks like, oh, this is Gohan growing up. That's what this is. You see that? So this is Gohan as a kid, and here's Raditz. This is Gohan as a younger... A, I guess preteen with Krillin or Frieza. And then you got Teen Gohan with Cell. Then you got Ultimate Gohan with, uh, that's either Majin Buu or the Supreme Kai's. And then you have Dragon Ball Super Superhero Gohan, and that's definitely Piccolo back there. That is, uh, that is awesome. I'm 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 ready to see these. This is gonna be this is gonna be pretty cool. We definitely need some brawly cards. Yeah, I know, right? It's I hopefully hopefully we get the. Uh, I want to see you know some good brawly cards. I want to see a secret rare Gohan of you know Beast Gohan. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, but this is just a quick look at the set. I don't think there's any more information. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is cool. So you get thirty common cards which are going to have 60 parallel foils to that. So those are like your reverse hollows. Uh, 19 uncommons. You get 38 parallels of that. You get uh, 15 rares with 30 parallel versions of that. And that means there's like alternates too. That's what that means. Uh, 18 super rares, 10 special rare, three secrets, and then five campaign rares. So the campaign rares, I wonder if that is what these are. One, two, three, four, five. I bet you these are the campaign rares down here on the side, and those are, that's Gohan go growing up. That could be a really cool set to collect. We don't know yet what the campaign rares will feature. Notably, there will be no God Rare in Fighter's Ambition, and thank God for that. 
Hold on a second. How did they not know what the campaign rares are? Like, I mean, they're right there. One, two, three, four, five. That is it. I guarantee you that's what we're going to get. See that? It's Gohan growing up. And he's like facing, he's facing to the right on every card. Let's see. That says Sun Gohan and Fur. Oh, I can't read it all. I can't read it. It's too blurry. I tried. There you guys go. That's uh, that's Fighter's Ambition. This actually looks pretty cool. I'm excited for it, you know. A little break from like the God Rare craze, uh, but still cool. I'm glad that Gohan and Piccolo are getting some more spotlight because you absolutely need that. Can't just be Vegeta Goku show. Um, even though I'm I'm always, you know, I'm I'm down to have more Vegeta and Goku cards, but it's nice to see uh something new and something fresh. All right, that's it for Dragon Ball this week. Moving on to Gengar's Grabs, and this is the last segment of the night. All right, Gengar's Grabs, this is our segment about you guys. If you want to be featured on this segment, you got to join our Discord. Um, and whenever you make a purchase during the week, you share it to our Gengar's Grabs tab, and then I will rank them on my favorite picks of the week. Right? It could be based on rarity, it could be based on price, it could be based on uh, on novelty, right? like just being different. Um, it could be based on, you know, all kinds of different things. It's just like how cool it looks, right? So here we go, number five this week. Going with Pommen Meats. That's Josh all the way from Canada. He got a hollow Ho-Oh, and I believe Ho-Oh is like his Pokemon. Um, so that's that's always good to see someone grab their favorites. Um that's a good looking card, you know. I think I think people forget about Ho-Oh all the time. All right, number 4 this week. We got Ricochet. So Ricochet is one of the newer members in the cord, but check this out. He got uh this Soul Striker Reborn uh Goku alternate art. He got it for 5 bucks and then I think he turned around and graded it in a 9.5. I believe that's what happened. <laughs> That's uh that's pretty darn good. And this is also a card that we shared on the show. I think this is one of the cooler alternate arts to come out. And hopefully in a year or so, I can come back and say, I told you about this, guys. <clears throat> Sick card. Number three this week, we got Mitch, ATM, with the secret rare Goku from Dawn of the Z. Very cool card. Um, that's probably my favorite secret rare from the set. Just based on the artwork, right? Uh, I know the Super Saiyan 4 um, is a little more pricey, but that's the card I want. It just looks awesome. And not, like for Dragon Ball, I'm always going for my favorite characters and the coolest artwork. That's That's usually what I do. Number two this week. Card Habit with the other secret rare. From Dragon Ball Super Dawn of the Z. So as you can see, we got a lot of Dragon Ball up here this week. You got the alternate art Goku that we've shared on the show. You have my favorite secret rare, which is the uh, SSB Goku. And then you have the most expensive secret rare, uh, which was pulled from Card Habit. I believe he just got that with like a couple packs in. Like, boom. <laughs> so there you go. Secret rares across the board. That's an expensive card. It's like almost 300 bucks. And then number one this week. There should be no surprises here. 
Eric, aka Wiener Schnitzel, with the Digivice, uh, the Asia Digivice promos. These are extremely rare promo cards from Digibattle. Um, and I believe he has the whole set. If you if you haven't seen the whole set, you gotta log into Discord and see. He he put all of them up there. He's got them all. And uh the coolest thing about this is like it takes a lot to find these damn cards. Like uh, if you're not into Digimon, this probably doesn't mean anything to you, but imagine, you know, just, it's like Pokemon. Like imagine looking for like a specific trophy card for Pokemon and like, there's only so many copies out there and you got to know someone to find one. Like that's how finding all these cards are. And there's like a dozen of them. Um, so this is a big accomplishment, really cool card. Uh, this may be one of the rarer cards that you can find. Um, and I was telling him, the funny thing about these is when I started collecting Digibattle uh, about two years ago now, yeah, pretty much two years, um, I saw a Gallantmon Crimson mode of this card, of these cards, right, the promos, and I passed on it because I didn't know what it was. I was like, I just don't remember this from being a kid. I know it looks sick, but I was like, and then they looked funny to me. I was like, why do they, they don't really look like Digibattle, you know? And that, this dark bar right here kind of got me, kind of confused me. Like, there's some things that would just look different than a standard Digibattle card. So I passed on them. And then come to find out, you know, these are some rare Digivice promos. Um, but, you know, uh, it's it's an acquired taste, you know? I, I know for me, like, I would, I will probably still opt for, like, a standard Digibattle card over the promos. But this is just nuts. Like to see them all in one spot and then to to have the patience to go out and find these damn things. Really impressive. Um, very cool to see. Uh definitely deserves the number one spot this week. And there you guys go. That is Gengar's Grabs this week. And that that takes us to the end of our show. Before you go, make sure you like the video. If you're new here, you gotta like the video. Please share the video. Um, I'd like for you to copy this link and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me. Now, if your profile's private, I'll never see it, but you should definitely uh, you should definitely tag me. Um, subscribe to the channel if it means that much to you. Helps me out a lot. And you should join our Discord. It's absolutely free. Those links are always in any of our videos. You just gotta wait till they publish, and uh, you can join the Discord. If not, send me an email at thepokytowerpodcast at gmail.com. I'll get you in. Last thing, if you like us that much, you can support the podcast by clicking the links down below that says support the podcast. When you do that, you can donate as little as 99 cents per month, and that helps keep the lights on on for the podcast, all right? Um, but that is it. Thank you guys for watching. It's a great episode today for episode 105. Thank you guys for hanging out. ATM, you got to step up your game. No, you're doing good, man. You're doing good. Uh, but that is it for episode 105. We'll see you guys for 106 this week. Make sure you head to thepokeytower.com to get your Halloween packs. Get some Fright Flicks, get some Goosebumps. That's it. Peace.